The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. B-Pod Studios. All right, I think we're live on the Facebook. Live on the Facebook. Okay, then let me try this. Now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. I feel the need, the need for speed. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. A NASCAR all-star race from the virtual Homestead Miami Speedway, delivered by iRacing. One lap to go, sponsored by, oh, you know. What Dale Jr. saw right there, he moved to the inside, giving the outside to Denny Hamlin, and Denny's going to get there. Hey, this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Hill in third, Briscoe fourth, Smith Lee fifth. Here they come off the corner for the final time. They all but come together, and the winner is Hamlin. Wow. What a race. What a finish. Into turn four for the final time. Priest inches away. Looks to the inside. Contact. Timmy Hill. Wow. Gets his 674th career iRacing win. Another really close finish right at the line, just like last week. Coming to one lap to go. Sponsored by Credit One Bank. Byron out front by a second. This is the battle for second place. Oh, contact. Up and run. Almost three wide as they come to the checkered. Nemechek hangs on for second. William Byron is the winner. Hey, this is William Byron, driver of the number 24 Liberty University Chevrolet. And you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Final lap. Here we go. Oh, he saw Byron make oh, a little mistake right there. Oh, huge drive off the two. He's going to have to drive it in there really hard to get to his bumper. See if he does it. He's trying. Nope. Oh, Not going to happen no. this time. William Byron, your winner. First two-time winner. Talladega. Today, it's the site of the next race in the NASCAR Racing Pro Invitational Series with an added twist, the return of Jeff Gordon. Hey, this is Jeff Gordon, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Byron, Smithley, they're all in it to win it. Here we go. And Dylan gets turned out of the front pack. Byron to the apron and to the line. Alex Bowman is your winner, iRacing at Talladega. Hey, this is Alex Bowman, driver of the Nationwide 88. You were listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. William Byron trying to win for the third time. Drops low on Austin Dillon. And Christopher Bell will get that close within a quarter of a second. Byron. The the concentration finally breaks on William Byron's face and the joy and excitement of winning another iRacing event. Starts to show up. That's awesome. Third victory. He's the only driver with multiple wins in this series. Thanks to iRacing. Absolutely. And Denny Hamlin is going to take the checkered flag and bookend the series, winning the opener at Homestead and the finale at Virtual North Wilkesburg. Fantastic. Now, to anyone out there who wants to go fast, anybody, I want to go fast. Drive! Start your 
We're back. So there we go. Wicked Fast Podcast coming at you from remote locations. I'm in my yes. closet. Brian Bell here. Timmy G over here. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's doing safe and healthy. Wow. Timmy G, the last time I saw you, you had, um, I could almost see your face. Now it's covered with uh, yeah, some yesterday, sort of yesterday frightening was, uh, chin thing. Yesterday was my two-month anniversary of not shaving. I was planning on, you know, not maybe shaving for a month in hopes that this was only going to last for a month, but here we are. Well, congratulations. You look really, really different. Okay. <laughs> so we just heard the recap of seven of the uh, E NASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series races, which were entertaining. Got to give it I, to them. Yeah, I thought they were great. I thought Fox did a great job, and the people in Chelmsford, Massachusetts did a great job. Yeah, which, Chelmsford. Which was so crazy when we first learned about it that it was just like, you know, what what is going on? That was pretty funny. And also, we are uh, live on the Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page. You can find us, of course, uh, at Wicked Fast pdcst on twitter wicked fast podcast facebook page where we're streaming this live uh, at wicked fast podcast on insta we've had a little hiatus you know while everything was going virtual uh but we had to come back as racing's coming back so we're pretty excited yeah. uh, you can also of, of course yeah you can go to uh, bpodstudios.com or wrr.com slash wicked fast for more info and um we're gonna have a driver joining us who's getting back to racing we had a pretty good finish at north wilkesboro yeah, we got Brennan Poole, driver of the number fifteen, is going to be driving, uh, joining us today too. So that's pretty that's, cool. That sounds good. So, uh, well, just mentioning North Wilkesboro, what did you think about bringing that old school track back? I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that I was did really too. cool to see. I know Junior had. There, I didn't watch the documentary yet, but Junior Motorsports put out a documentary about clearing it out to because they actually scanned the track for eye racing. Mm-hmm. Like Junior went out with a whole crew of people with weed whackers and stuff to clear enough of the you know the racing surface so they could scan it for an accurate you know reading for the eye racing so it was an actual you know rebuild of the track and it was, yeah, it was really cool yeah it was really cool i would love to have have them bring that track back and you know take away the las vegas race and you know put it in north wilkesboro you just want anything to take away a las vegas race mm-hmm. never it's forget. nice to see you haven't lost the fire nope i may have i may look ugly with my beard but i still have that fire <laughs> nice um, what did you think of the eye racing? I thought I, Fox did a nice job. With I thought Fox coverage. did a great job. I thought Clint Boyer was hilarious. I think Clint, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he may be a little bit of a chatty Cathy sometimes, but overall, you know, whenever he retires, he has to replace DW. I, I think Mike and Jeff, That's the guy, like, I like how, you know, Jeff and Clint were kind of like in the same room. I think they both technically secretly hate each other, like deep down inside through all their years of all their fights and stuff, but they get along. Yeah, right. You know? So I, I just think the two of them work well together. And, you know, as long as Mike Joy can watch racing and have a nice steak before he does it, he's <laughs> exactly content. He's always ready yeah, for a post-race meal. I thought Fox did a great job. I loved how they, you know, got the camera crews or, you know, some form of technology out to other drivers, like landing castle setup was ridiculous, like almost too much. I want to say like, uh, Denny Hamlin setup was great. You know, the fact that his kids unplugged one of his things one time. And, uh, I saw Corey LaJoy, his brake pedal fell off the last that last race. And he was actually performing pretty well too in that race, but yeah, yeah. You know, I need brakes there. Yeah. I am. 
I thought it was great. And I just loved, you know, how Timmy Hill is in like a 1995 gateway computer setup. And then you have Denny Hamlin in like literally a spaceship. That was probably one of my favorite things. Yeah. How he could still compete because he's a really good iRacer. And so, you know, so yeah, yeah like, and like Mike Joy said in the in- intro, congratulations to Timmy Hill on his 674th <laughs> iRacing win. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, whoa, have you done anything 674 times like successfully? Probably not. I mean, just getting out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and of course, you must have been pretty excited to see Jeff Gordon. Well, racing um, you know, again. I'm I'm really glad you brought that up. Uh, oh, I really? was, yeah, I was <laughs> through the moon ecstatic. Um, I love that there was two 24s out there, the old school, the new school. Yeah, I did. I will say this: as much as I would do anything for Jeff Gordon, I was very uncomfortable that he was wearing gloves while he was. Racing. That was a little strange. Yeah, that was bizarre. Was that uh, both, just his comfort factor? Yeah, I think so. Um, I was a little disappointed he didn't wear his, you know. His uh, 1995 uh, North Wilkesboro, like the last race there, like his jumpsuit, like Larry right. Mack, like Larry Mack wore his one from like 1990. There's no way Jeff Gordon has either grown or shrunk <laughs> enough, you know, because Jeff, <laughs> Jeff's a short guy. So, you know, I was a little disappointed in that factor of it that, you know, okay. just, but overall, it was great to see everyone back. I love that Bobby Labonte uh in his final race race that uh 18 interstate battery car because that's where he won his uh winston cup championship with yeah uh, back in the late 90s i enjoyed that um i I liked how it was just you know some really good eye racers you know some truck guys some bush guys some cup guys some retired guys i just thought it was very very well done yeah i thought it was fun you just wanted jeff to finish a little better didn't you Oh, absolutely. But like <laughs> that, his first race, like when he flipped off of the track. Oh yeah. That, that was, was incredible. Yeah. That was, it was awesome. But you that know, was worth I, the price of admission. Yeah. Another four or five races, Jeff would probably win. 10 All right. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, and a uh, comment from our Facebook page. Uh, Tim Wardell says that you look like you're a member of the uh, 13 Red Sox lineup. <laughs> So. Tim Wardell works for me. That's one of my employees. Yeah, he's there a good guy, go. Tim. Okay. Um, all right. And also, um, I just I thought it was fun. I really wanted to see my man Junior win one. He was always right up there. In yeah, that I first mean, race, he probably should have won that when Denny kind of slammed into him. But I, I think what? it's safe it to fun. say that Dale is a better eye racer than he was a cup racer. Well, now, you know, that's just... <laughs> We're that's back. Just we're back. I've really missed you. <laughs> Not really. Um, all right. So we're waiting on, let me see what time is it. Yeah. He, we're probably about 15 minutes away from uh, Brennan Poole joining us. Okay, and seeing, cool. uh, this is going to be his Darlington Cup Series debut. What He's been there. To, in, what a way to debut, know, you know, right? during a pandemic with the Cup guys. Right. So let's cover what we know about the return of the next couple of races. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can do that. Um, it's just, it's, you know, obviously NASCAR is taking a huge leap here to make sure this is successful. And yeah. I know a lot of the Southern States are, you know, opening up and which is why NASCAR is doing what they're doing. But so what we know is we have four races set until May 27th. After that, it's kind of up in the air. Uh, there were three tracks that lost races due to this change, uh, Chicagoland, Richmond, and Sonoma. So 
Sorry, Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I wish. I, I, I wish it was Las Vegas, Richmond, and Sonoma. But so Sonoma, obviously the road course. Um, so that's one less road course they're going to deal with this year. Richmond, the short track. It's the day race for Richmond, so that's whatever. Usually the night race is better for for that. But Chicagoland, there's been some stories about Chicagoland maybe even like losing their entire property so they can start building stuff on it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. So here we go. So the first race is this Sunday at Darlington at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. And then a few days later, one week from today, will be another race at 7.30 p.m also at Darlington and that will be at FS on FS one. Wow. So then, a, then a week later after that, Sunday, May 24th, we'll have the Coca-Cola 600, which will be right. Uh, and that's the only there. race out of all of these that is going to have an actual traditional qualifying, right? Correct. Yeah. And I, and okay. I, I'll explain we'll cover that. that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll explain that in a second. And then, so two weeks from today, there'll be a second Charlotte race um, at 8 PM on FS one. That will be on Wednesday, May 27th. So basically the next two Sundays and the next two Wednesdays following this current one, we will have cup series races at night. And so these are how the weekends are going to play out. Uh, Three out of the next four races will be held without bush qualifying. Like Brian just mentioned, the Coca-Cola 600 will have normal scheduled bush qualifying, which I think is great because the Coca-Cola 600 is an iconic race. It's like Daytona 500 then the Coca-Cola 600, like in the yeah. store. It, and, and then the Foxwoods 301 right after that. And, and you should be able to run the qualifying there with minimal contact with people and everything. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. So how they're going to do the other three races is this. So for this upcoming Sunday, the May 17th race, the one at 3.30 on Fox, uh, positions 1 through 12 will be, all the positions will be determined by a random draw from their charter teams in those positions in team owner points. So as we know, for the last couple of years, every single team has to have like a charter. So basically the top 12 spots, it will just be randomly picked. So the person in the 12th spot could start second. The person in the first spot could start third. It'll be completely random. And then they'll do positions 13 to 24 and then positions 25 to 38 and then 37 to 40. So that will be for this Sunday. Okay. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Next Wednesday. There you go. Uh, Oh, I like that. I love that. So uh, next Wednesday, the May 20th race, the starting positions one through 20, the top 20 finishers from the May 17th race will be introverted for the May. We were inverted. Yeah. Inverted. So gun thing. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So so just a sidetrack. Are you glad that they're coming out with a second Top Gun movie? Uh, yes, and I'm really annoyed that it got pushed back because it got pushed back from like June to December. It's oh, supposed okay. to be coming out in like a month. Well, hopefully in uh, December you can actually go to the movies. I'd probably so just it watch that. it at home. I don't want to go to the movies. I just want to sit at home. Yeah, but like the the sound for that movie, you got to go to a movie I, theater. I got speakers. Yeah, all right. No. Um, and then uh, positions 21 to 40, the bottom 20 finishers from the May 17th race will be inverted for the start of the May 20th race and any new entries will be placed at the tail end of the field. Um, So I know what everyone's worrying about next. What about pit stall selections? What about pit stall selections? I'm I'm so glad that you asked. Uh, Basically (laughs) uh, the May 17th event will be based on the charter team owner points and then open team owner points. And then May 20th and all the other three races, those have yet to be determined. Um, so, but here's, what's interesting. There are going to be modified cautions for this Sunday race. 
And yeah, there's a competition gonna, caution at 30. Yeah, at lap 30. And then all the other ones with are new rules, deep. though. Right? Yeah, with new rules. So they're freezing the running order at the time of the caution period, granting the free pass for the first car one lap down, you know, per use. No yep. wave around. Pit roads will be open to the top 20 cars. And then once all those 20 cars go through, then the next set of 20 cars will roll through okay. as well. So not, not everybody at once. A social distance pit stop. Just for this competition <laughs> caution. Right. But after that, it, it could change. Uh, each car will keep... Well, because they're, they're not getting any practice time, right? Correct. They are so, literally putting their cars on the track and just going. It's literally go going to be a free-for-all. It's crazy. Yeah, like an absolute bleep show in plain English. Um, so... Each car will keep its position at the time of the caution provided it beats the pace car off pit road. The pit cycle repeats with the top 20, then the next 20 allowed to, for a second pit time. So every single time they pit, whenever a caution comes, it'll be 20. Once those guys go, another 20, and so on and so forth. I think that's a great idea. Obviously, you know, there's going to be what? There's 20 cars. There's five. Are they allowed five people over the wall now? Because it went from six to five, right? So it'll be yeah. 100 people on pit road, which is definitely not social distancing, but it, it, it will work. Well, those guys are all covered up for the most part anyway. I'm sure they'll have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are masks and all that stuff. I mean, half of them wear helmets anyways. Like the tire yeah. changers wear a helmet, so the lug nuts doesn't, don't fly up yeah. in their face and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so like currently, so like the current standings right now, you have Kevin Harvick. He has a one-point lead over Joey Logano. And then Chase, Alex Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, those are the top five and then you have blaney the 42 car uh eric amarola maddie d and brad k are the top 10 and then denny hamlin and kyle bush so those names that i just mentioned those will be the top 12 that will be go in the hat that will go in the hat to see who has the pole and randomly but kevin harvick gets his choice of the first pit stop okay so think of it that way and then joey logano can pit second and then so on and so forth i also noticed uh because i checked into the fantasy app on my yes You can do Our, fantasy. Yes, but uh, picking the poll winner is locked out. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> so it's you just can't fine. even like pick out of those top 12. It's, that's fine. I'm, I'm content okay. with that. It, it, it's such a crapshoot if you can even guess it anyways. Yeah, and after we talk to Brennan Poole, we'll do a full rundown on what to expect from Darlington and stuff, I think. I'm just, wow. It's just been so strange to be kind of without this for so long and try to think like a couple, I've been watching some of the iRacing, but I got to be honest. Like there was one Sunday where it was finally nice enough to go outside and I went outside. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, Sunday, Sunday might rain. So it might be a perfect excuse to actually sit down and watch it. And three yeah. 30 in the afternoon, you can get well, some yard work done early and I'll be watching some actual racing. That'll be great. And it's, yeah. it'll be a big test for like all of the sports as they're trying to figure out how to go back. I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see how, you know, will the NBA and major league baseball and NFL and the NHL be watching how NASCAR does this, but like, it's kind of tough because You have to do it outside. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Yeah. 
you know, their trailers, you know, maybe they could spread out their trailers a little bit more. Well, you know how I think they're already going to be, you know, how they line up the the rigs yeah. in mm-hmm. in the garage area. I mean, there's you can't walk between them. They're so close. Yeah, they're well, I, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to see if there will be walls in between each garage area. Yeah. Oh, because it is the open garages. Because I would say most of the tracks are open garages. I think, like, one of the cool reasons why people like Las Vegas so much is because of their really cool garage setup that they have there. With the walkway and all that With the walkway, and you can look through the wall and stuff. The slot machines on the toolboxes. Yeah, exactly. All all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they put, like, plexiglass or something in between each garage. Yeah. Um, to kind of make it safe. And then that way teams can just walk straight into their RV, but it's in, or their, yeah, their trailer or whatever. But it's interesting because we've gone on tours of those things, you know, with the Twisted T people. Oh, yeah. And those things, it's tight. It is tight to fit, what, 10 people in there? It is yeah. really, really close. So these people, obviously, they're going to get tested before they walk in and so on and so forth. So right. I'll be interested to see what nascar is going to do if someone does test positive and how they react to that and it'll be interesting yeah, yeah. that's why they have the the four races it's kind of we'll see what happens and then <laughs> you know everybody's I, on the what's we'll see what happens and then i was reading nascar is selecting four media members to go there so obviously it'll probably be bob pockers you jeff me, well jack Love, here's jack the thing Love. yeah we're 67 days away from new hampshire motor speed yeah if they're listening, if they're listening, I know they're listening, watching yeah. this fantastic when they hear podcast. This. Yeah. Let's, can we be one of the four media? I need my fix. Like uh, you I'm, can, you can go, I'll, you can represent the podcast if necessary. Okay, great. If we I'll, only get the one spot. Yeah. Like four, like I miss marathon Monday, no Celtics playoffs. Like I, I can't miss Loudon too. Nope. I, I, You're going to be going nutty. I'm going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So I will drive I'll I'll drive up there right now and start camping. Like I got <laughs> just make sure that I have Wi Fi and I, I can work. And, and let's not forget, podcast. I mean, another you know, we're only a couple of weeks away from you would be defending your uh, media championship. Yeah. So does that mean I'm back to back media champion? Well, I mean, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, that's probably a kind of there you go. I there you I go. Think- I, I, I think I could be back to wait. So you're telling me right now you like that chin throw up under my on my chin then versus this butte? Uh, no, no, oh. I don't think you. I don't think you pull off any of this facial hair very well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So I should. Nah, I'm, I'm so kidding. should I just do the you yeah. and just? Have a five o'clock shadow every once in a while, and then shave it off. You, yeah, I shave once a week now. I shave on Monday, and that's it. All right. This is I'm up to Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then once I grow it in, it gets a little too gray for my liking. Um, and while we're waiting for Brendan Pool, just a couple of things that happened. You know, nothing major happened over the uh, the little break where we went uh, virtual racing. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, there was the 42 car. Yeah. Uh, there was that. There was that. But, you know, we don't have to get into that because what he said was despicable. Uh, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Especially someone who came up through their um, diversity program. The Drive for Diversity program. Yeah. yeah. So just super embarrassing for the sport because, you know, a lot of people just think it's a bunch of Southern, you know, red, rednecks anyways. And yeah. it, it's that's not the case at all. It's a very welcoming community. 
there's a lot of, you know, African-Americans on many pit teams and they're yeah. well-respected. They're good people and absolutely unbelievable. But with that being said, it's great to have Matt Kenseth back. Yeah. That is pretty so, cool. Yeah. Matt Kenseth will be replacing the 42 or Kyle Larson in the 42 car. Um, probably for the, I think from what I said, the rest, from what I read the rest of the year and NASCAR is giving him um, the exception so he can compete for the championship as yeah. well. It gets that far. And same thing goes with Ryan Newman. We get to see Ryan Newman. Just think that's really it. awesome. I'm excited about that. It, Not it's... even four months later. Cause what it was, February 18th, 19th, that the Daytona 500 was. So not even four months after all that happened, he's going to be back in the car during a pandemic. Like, yeah. <laughs> who would have thought like four months ago, Ryan Newman would A, be alive, B, we'd be in a pandemic and C, we'd be at Darlington with no fans. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I'm I'm yeah. super excited to see Ryan Newman back. I was a little disappointed he wasn't doing the iRacing, racing, but you know, Ross Chastain can literally drive anything. He could probably yeah. drive this podcast. And he could but, drive a watermelon. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. cool. All right. I just got word we're uh, we're still twenty minutes away from Red and Pool. So do you want to cover uh the rest of your notes here what to uh, oh yeah yeah back from uh, darlington what do you think? yeah so why don't we get into like what's actually going to happen at darlington this weekend you know who to look for what you want to yeah. do for your fantasy teams kind of like what we usually do on the wicked Fest. let's do it um, let's do it all right so yeah so we talked about the return of matt kenseth and matt kenseth actually won the fastest race ever the average speed was like i think 144 miles an hour was the average <clears throat> lap time during that race and that was back in 2013 Nice. And now that's how fast people are driving on the expressway in Boston because there's no traffic. Fun fact. Including me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> can confirm. But yeah. people are like, not, not to sidetrack, but people are flying everywhere. It's crazy. It I can't, nuts. like, you know, I'm still going into the radio station and driving home. I can't actually drive fast enough to keep up with traffic. I, I, I'm like, guys, I can't go that fast. I'm just trying to, like, leisurely drive home i mean i'm all for it but some people are just <laughs> going like i was i was going a pretty good rate one day on the highway and another car just flew by me and like it was shaking like almost yeah. like a rex like walked by <laughs> me yeah and i was just yeah. like what the hell and it was like a prius it was like it was infuriating <laughs> so um so yeah so matt kenseth will be back well, jokes uh, on them because gas prices are really low yeah, exactly. Idiots. Um, so what's actually really funny about, or I don't want to say funny, but interesting about Matt Kenseth coming into the number 42 car, the number 42 car for the last three races at Darlington has led the most laps and has actually gotten the most fantasy points. So, so should have a good setup. So we should have a good setup ready to go. But I think one, I think we can agree the driver of that number 42 car who it, one of the reasons why he's so good there is because he can drive so close to that wall. He does that outside. He does that yeah, outside and he just crazy. goes, he does it very well at Chicago land. If we remember the classic finish, what, what was that? Two seasons ago, uh, sli- the, the slide job finish yeah. with, uh, between Kyle Bush and Kyle, uh, the number 42 the Kyles. Yeah. The Kyles. So it'll be very interested to see if Matt Kenseth can race the way that Kyle Larson used to race at Darlington. Yeah, that will, that will be a, a good storyline going in. And I think another important storyline is we talked about on probably what episode 154, 155. The last time we actually had a real race was 
Chevy finally turned the corner. I mean, Chevy has three cars in the top five in the points. Follow, you know, they're behind two Fords. But the last time they won here was in 2014. So it's like, can they A, break that streak, B, keep that momentum going? That will be very yeah. interesting. Well, just how rusty are these guys going to be? Because, I mean, the guys that have been doing the time on iRacing, I feel maybe have a little advantage. But you hear all the drivers who hadn't done as much iRacing, that, you know, seat feel that they talk about, they're like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not exactly the same. But what about the guys like Ryan Newman, who's been away for so long, and he's going to be jumping in and just going? I mean, how, how is that even going to work? How These guys are pros, but there's that repetition every week in the practice, and, you know, they, they learn by just doing it so much. And now they haven't been. It's going to be interesting to see what that's going to be like. Well, I'm just I'm just wondering, like, who's going to ask for a reset? You know, like, it's Clint. Yeah, Coyer where's ask, the reset button? Where's the reset button? I, I just got hit. I, I need my reset button, you know. But what I'm really interested in, and I know it's going to sound ridiculous, and I'm going to probably look like an idiot. But William Byron is so good at racing. Yeah. Is that is that going to affect him? Like because he was running up front on all the yeah the, the whole time now. he won three out of the seven races he didn't even can he keep that momentum going <laughs> he didn't even race in the last one so he yeah. could have four out of seven so I I literally want to know is like is William Byron literally going to get in the car and be like wait this doesn't look what? right yeah and it doesn't this, feel this right. is not my living room like I know I racing <laughs> I know I racing they do a really good job of like trying to you know make you feel the vibrations make you hear like you know when you bottom out and things like that but like I really want to know is William Byron gonna get in the car and just be like uh is my wi-fi connected you know like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that because he just did so well but like and then I'm interested to see like how the other drivers for example like Chase Elliott who was terrible at iRacing, is he just going to, has he been practicing, if you will? You know, like, well, and I, know. A, I mean, a bunch of the guys didn't do it at all. And it's, I don't think they really, yeah, like, didn't like do Martin Truex Jr. Their, didn't do it. It was his first one last, last yeah, week. He only did one because yeah. Bobby Labonte was in his car. I don't right. know. It's just very interesting. So just those guys who weren't doing it, how did they stay sharp? You know? Or what are we going to see? It's going to be how old like, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, Blaney was Blaney wasn't running any. He was like spotting for a while. Right? Yeah, he was a crew chief. Like, yeah, He's it like, was ridiculous. Ah, I'll just but stand then, here and drink beer. But then you have like Jimmy Johnson, for example, and Jimmy Johnson was in an Indy car setup. The, that first, he did get another setup. Yeah, but it, it's so weird. And speaking about Jimmy Johnson, he has now kind of announced again that he is still going to retire. Like just because they yeah. lost six or seven yeah. weeks, yeah, still, still out in November. He's done. yeah absolutely done so let me ask you this just because i know we still have a couple more minutes before we get into the stats and stuff do you think that there will be racing outside of the southern states Hmm. for example do you think that they'll make the trek you know through north carolina through kentucky and go to indy for like the brickyard because most of these drivers have private jets yeah. Most of the teams have maybe their own charter where, you know, you could get all the pit crew guys to sit on a plane, every other seat, every other row, or are they just going to literally just be in North Carolina and South Carolina? And- well, you know what a line might be too is like the, like in Indy, like are the hotels even open or are, you know, what services are even available 
where they are yep. and what, but it's, it's so hard to guess down the road because yeah, cause like, like you're, you know. you're, you're 67 days away. Like we, the cases could go back up yeah. in New Hampshire. Cases could literally be zero in New Hampshire. But does that mean that red roof in on one Oh six is going to be open for half the teams to stay there? And you're going to have yeah. to put individuals in one room. Right. You can't pair up because I bet you that's how they save money sometimes where, you know, you if you and I were on a pit crew team, you and I might, you know, be be in the same room just to save them money. Oh, we could only hope. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I it's just so everything is just so it's so hard to look forward when you. Yeah, it's anno- tell. it's annoying. It's frustrating. But it, in some dark twisted world it's kind of interesting to be like hey in 67 days where the hell are we gonna be well we're like 66 days locked in our houses right now yeah it's you know it's It's, absolutely (laughs) i mean saint patrick's day seems like a thousand years ago (laughs) oh Oh, boy um so yeah i'm just i'm glad we got four races on the slate yeah, the fact that we like and, we, we get four races in four weeks, and now we're getting four in like ten days. It's, yeah, it's absolutely it's gonna bananas. be crazy. But like, do you think that this would be like a good thing? I'm interested to see like how the drivers react. Like, yeah, because for some of the older guys, like we know Jimmy Johnson's in like ridiculous shape, but this isn't a shot at Clint Boyer. I don't think Clint Boyer is probably the most in shape person in the world, <laughs> but. Or, or even Ryan Newman. How does Ryan Newman hop back into a car after the last time he was in it? He almost died. And then literally 72 hours later, do it all over again. Because when they practice, they only practice for like an hour or two. This isn't like the intensity. But so can these guys do multiple races? Like I know like the Kyle Bushes and the Kevin Harvicks and all the guys who do Xfinity and the yeah. trucks. I know they can do it. But like someone like Ryan Newman, how is he going to react three days later? Well, also – I, I think it helps that it's May, not July, and they're doing a race where it's 150 degrees in the car for 500 miles. Oh, that's a good. And, you know what up, I mean? I'm gonna look up the Darlington weather this weekend. Because I mean, if you do one of those races where you need like an IV bag at the end of the race, that would be hard to come back from and get in a car three days later and do it again. I would think. Yeah, uh, Darlington weather. So on Sunday, it's going to be 90 degrees. <sighs> Ooh, that's going to be warm in the car. But, and then uh, Wednesday, there's supposed to be rain, but only in the afternoon. And then, then it's supposed to be 55 degrees for the low at night. So it's going to mm. be like the cars are going to feel different. The track's going to react differently. It'll be, I think that will be the fun part to just literally be like, all right, guys, here are some tires and uh, go for 30 Ima- laps. Imagine that though, running a race one on a Sunday when it's 90 and then the next race it's 60. <laughs> yeah, and it's only like three days later. <laughs> yeah. It's Mother Nature. We'll find out. Um, all right. But yeah, so who's good at Darlington? Who's not? Uh, who else can we look for? Minus that 42 team and uh, yeah. Matt Kenseth. Um, so drivers that can help your fantasy team, the last three winners have been Eric Jones, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Kay. And we talked about, you know, the last time we all actually talked about racing was Joe Gibbs hasn't been themselves. And yeah. Joe Gibbs hasn't gotten a win all. No, Denny Hamlin won Daytona, right? 
right? The real, the real Daytona. Yes, yeah. the real Daytona. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> and then he, oh he won I the hate, first and last of the fake. I hate races. that I just got that confused. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, well, Denny just won last weekend. Yeah. North so, Wilkesboro. So yeah, North you Wilkesboro, keep that streak going. So yeah. So if you take away Daytona, the real Daytona, yeah. Joe Gibbs hasn't been that great this season. So is this a good track for them to kind of be like, hey, we're back? <laughs> We haven't taken our foot off the pedal, no pun intended there. Um, so your top 10 for fantasy points, Kyle Busch is number one after the number 42 team. And then Eric Jones, Kurt Busch, Brad Kay, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin. So all powerhouse names. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, Kurt Busch, I don't know, because it's so weird because, you know, we have in when you do fantasy, as you know, you have 10 starts for each driver. So do you just, do we think, oh, hey, if someone gets a coronavirus, they might shut this down for the whole season. I want to use my fantasy starts and get an asterisk if I, if I win the fantasy league this year, you know, like, do you yeah. just waste a start on all the big guns? And then next thing you know, when there's six races left, you don't. And you're like, oh, that damn pandemic earlier in the year. This is going to be a tough one to pick just because, you know, I mean, yeah. I guess Denny has stayed sharp in his yeah. rig, but I don't know. But like, like if you were to know. if you were to pick right now, Martin Truex Jr. or Denny Hamlin, who who would you pick? You would pick Denny Hamlin because yeah. he's he's been like working up. Like those I heart I, I heart Jesus Beasley Beasley Beasley. Um, cut yeah, cut that. Um, <laughs> those those I racing um, things for us are only like ninety minutes, but yeah. when they're practicing, they're the full three four hundred laps. So, like, endurance-wise and, like, concentration-wise, Denny Hamlin is light years ahead of Martin Turex Jr. in that, in that aspect. And same thing with William Byron, because William Byron is probably doing an iRace right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's well, and those guys, player. like, did a ton of practice that if they weren't that familiar, like, I know, you know, Jimmy Johnson was doing a ton of iRacing just to, like, get comfortable enough to, to run. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's not quite the same, but yeah, it's not quite the same. Oh, and speaking about racing for a long time, I did watch Ford versus Ferrari like during this pandemic. Yeah. And lovely movie. Didn't, Good, isn't it? Didn't like how it ended. Thought maybe they could have gone a little bit longer. But then when you look at it, you're like, oh, it's already two and a half hours in. Yeah. We're fine. Oh, hang so on. hang on. One sec. This, is, this is their uh, their rep. Yeah, their rep. Hang on. Oh, we got Brennan Poole in the waiting room. Oh, in oh on Zoom. What do you say? Let's let's bring him in. Yeah, love to love to hear it. All right, here he comes. Nice. Get him connected to audio. Let me unmute him here. Unmute. Brandon, what's up? Hey, man. How's it going? Good, thanks. Here, let me get my official background up there. There, yeah, that's <laughs> better. That's better. Hey, joining us, Brennan. I'm Brian Bell, and I'm Timmy. Thanks there. for joining us. There he yeah, is. I know you've been doing Zooms uh, all day, getting ready. I have gone just like in a row, like back to 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 back. So like, you know, and the, and the way that they gave me the, the media sheet, the way that uh, they did it, it's like 10 minutes for each one. But they're never, they're not nah. all going to be 10 minutes. Nah. <laughs> We're all locked in our houses. We have nothing to do but talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys are my last one, though. So there's no one after you. But I am all going right. to the shop so- after. 
We'll let you go in like, you know, an hour. No, we'll we'll be quick. Um, I mean, I'll talk all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we're live on the Wicked Fast podcast Facebook page, too. So uh, say hey to everybody. Hello, Uh, everybody. (laughs) All right. So we're welcoming in here. Brendan Poole, he drives the 15 Premium Motorsports Chevrolet. And uh, this was at, this is going to be your cup debut at Darlington, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Honestly, though, like if you look at the, the fat, like the stats, I don't want to say facts, uh, the stats, like Darlington's been one of my better tracks. I think my average finish there in the Xfinity car is like five and a half. So, I mean, I'm I'm okay. I mean, like, I'm yeah, it's not like it. you're unfamiliar with the track. Yeah, I know the track. It's just um, going to be different in the cup car. I mean, the cup cars drive differently, right? So, I'm gonna be a little cautious at the start. I just, you know, just. I think everyone things. will be. That this is yeah, what we've been I talking about. Is yeah, like how <laughs> is it going to be going from, you know, i racing, and it's you know you're kind of racing, to yeah. back in the cars and how, does it keep you sharp? Are the guys that didn't do any of the i racing going to be a little rustier than those who did? What do you think? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I racing is good. I think mentally, I think it helps you mentally, right? Like you're still racing, but the cars on I racing don't really, they don't drive like the real cars or, you know, it's hard to explain and you can't really feel the car. Even if you have like right. a motion rig, like Hamlin's in his house with like this huge motion rig. I'm like, okay, come on, bro. I'm sitting in a chair. Like, you know, it's crazy. The Timmy Hill like, style. <laughs> Yeah, we got a laptop, you know, out on the lap. It's crazy. But, um, you know, I think mentally, you know, you're still racing. So, like, it's keeping your your brain kind of doing those same similar thought processes that you do when you're really racing, which I think is really good. But um, as far as, like, physically driving, no, I don't think it I, – I personally don't think that part of it relays. But mentally, I don't think there's anything better you can do um then play i would say play but race on i racing and do do that because mentally you know our sport is extremely mental so if you can yeah continue to look that repetition of it and, right yeah you're keeping yourself kind of in that zone i guess so um for me i think that's what was the important thing i mean i've been on i, I was on it every day pretty much and practicing for the pro invitational races and you know i hadn't had i racing very long up until this happened so um, I had a lot of catching up to do to like get on some of these guys level and I'm still not there cause they're just had it for so long, but um, I, I certainly think it's going to help, but I think the racing, if we've all, everyone knows, you know, when we take the, our off season and we go to Daytona, those first races back, that first race back is always just crazy because everyone's just been sitting for so long. So I feel like uh, Darlington, you're going to have a little bit of that. And then also throw in, we're not practicing, we're not qualifying. You're going to have to make your adjustments during the race. We're on a green racetrack. There's no rubber on the track. It's going to kill the yeah. tires. Of I'm assuming yeah. we're going to have a competition caution, but I don't know. That. Lap 30, I believe. See, that's a long time, man, with no rubber right. on the track. You, I'm yeah. going to save tires like I'm at Myrtle Beach. Or <laughs> uh, I'm know, sure there'll be a... Be a It'll be an interesting driver's meeting, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. Well, we're definitely going to have masks on, and um, I don't know how they're – I don't even know how we're doing that. I know all the protocols and what I'm supposed to do and um, some of the little checkpoints and things you have to go through to get in. I know I'm probably going to be sitting in my car in the parking lot for several hours up until 
um, I get to go out and put my suit on and walk to the car. So uh, it's just going to, the whole thing's going to be uh, interesting, but just um, thankful we get to go race. Yeah. Have they uh, talked about like how the garages are going to set up? Because most of the garages have like, you know, they're open. Are there going to be like plexiglass in between like each garage? So it's just team with the team and that's it. Or We're working uh, behind the haulers actually. And they're going to like park the haulers like apart. Like oh, separate. okay. That makes and sense. We're just going to work right out of the hauler. So yeah, so we will be, we will be separated and everyone, you have to wear a mask. It's mandatory. So um, I mean, I think they're doing. I think they're doing a good job with with all the safety stuff. Do you? Yeah, guys... well, I mean, there'll probably be plenty of room just because there's no spectators or you know the the rigs that are usually there. There's gonna be a lot more space to spread out anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it'll. I think it'll all be fine, and uh, uh, you know, uh, I think we'll be good through this. I mean, who's to say? I'm not a doctor, so I, I don't know what the what's right or what's not. But I'm I'm not gonna go against being able to go and race. Yeah, exactly. Do you do you guys do you think the sport is going to have any like additional pressure? Like, do you feel because you're part of the sport, this is one of the first major sports in the country that's coming back? Do you feel any pressure that you guys have to make sure a no one gets sick and b you have to put on a hell of a show? Well, I I think that we all see it as a huge opportunity because we're going to be the first sport back. There's going to be a lot of people watching. I think we're going to have a lot of people watching that might not necessarily watch the sport all of the time. They may watch the Daytona 500. They may watch, you know, Indy or whatever, or the Coca-Cola 600. But uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fans that are tuning in too, that maybe be tuning in for the first time. And so if we can, um, you know, put on a good show, put on a good race, that's entertaining, which I think we're going to, I think the races over, you know, this year and, and last year have been super entertaining. I think, um, you know, we can get some people in to come and watch it and see it and see the shows and, and see how entertaining these races are. Um, I think we're going to pull some some new fans in and and uh, kind of re-energize everybody for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, well, I know I was already watching some of the professional sports that have come back um, last weekend. The professional cornhole tournament was on <laughs> the world championships and they had masks on. They were doing it right. So that was, uh, you know. I guess NASCAR is maybe second or third um, coming back. But oh, go ahead, Brian. I, no, I, I know I, I saw an article that some of the way you've been spending your time, Brennan, was um, doing your own little cooking show. Yeah, is that true? it was a, a chopped episode with one contestant. She never got chopped because I'm dating her. So, like, <laughs> but, but I will say. I will say that um, all of the food, like it turned out pretty good. Although one of the episodes, she, I forget what she missed. She didn't get something on the plate, which was like, it was like a hard, like, no, the timer ran out. We didn't get it on the plate. We could chop this down. I don't know. So um, yeah, we had fun with it. We, we, I put up like a vote so like people could vote on like what the ingredient was. And then yeah. she was like hiding ingredients and like, this is your spice ingredient. This is whatever. Pick one of them, you know? So um, it was fun. It was a good way to pass the time. And I think, um, I think a lot of the fans and, and some of our friends and family members liked, liked watching it because it was kind of silly and, and goofy. And, and uh, me narrating it, I tried to be silly and goofy because, you know, whatever, bring some entertainment. So I thought, um, I thought it was good. I don't know. People keep asking us if we're going to do, do like more of it, but I don't, now we're going to be super busy. I don't know if I'm going to have time to yeah. finish up, but what yeah, I am exactly. going to do is, um, you know, I used to vlog quite a bit, um, the races and, uh, kind of show a little bit like behind the scenes of what it was like going through a week of, of being a driver during the season. And I kind of want to like film, 
you know, what it's going to be like going through a race weekend with no fans and uh, yeah. having all these safety calls and kind of that experience that maybe the normal fans not going to see everything that we're kind of doing. So I do plan on, on maybe putting out a vlog here and there about what, um, what it's like. It, it may get boring because I have to sit in my car for three hours before the race. I don't know yeah. if anyone wants to see that part on the film. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, and now three hours of me sitting in the car. Yeah. Here you go. Just like looking at me and like nothing's happening, but, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try to do something to just so everybody, you know, try to create some extra entertainment for, for the fans and, and for my fans too. Um, we're up in Boston. So we obviously go up to New Hampshire Motor Speedway before you've had a few top 10 finishes there. Our race hopefully in July is, you know, not too far away. Do you feel comfortable like traveling outside of like the Southern States to maybe go race? Or how how's how are other drivers feeling? Like, have you or are you guys just content staying in the you know the North Carolina South Carolina area and calling it a day? I mean, I think every driver probably has different feelings on it. I mean, I, I just want a, a race. I mean, we do fly. Most of the teams fly on chartered planes and things like that. So I don't know how they would do it. If I've heard, you know, maybe we wear masks the whole flight kind of deal and whatever. And however they would do it, I don't know, but. Um, you know, so I think we just have to see kind of what happens with these first five races and sort of what, um, the States, what States open up and what States are going to allow to do certain things. You know, I think, you know, here quickly, I'm sure we would like to go to Martinsville and and Richmond and Bristol and some of the places that we can still drive to, um, that would, you know, be, you know, we can drive there individually and still be social distancing ourselves from people. So, um, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm, I'm personally kind of okay with doing whatever, but I, I, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's the right yeah. call. Is. I mean, I just, yeah. you know, they say we're going to race here and this is the rule. These are the rules. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. You're in as long as I get yeah. in the car. I think it's a great start. And, and NASCAR has been doing a great job. Just the way they did the transition to iRacing, that was fun. It gave everybody something to do. And before we wrap up with you, we, uh, every guest we have on, we ask the, wicked fast five questions and i was okay. curious if we could run through these real quick with you yeah all right let's do it all right the it's always the right time deal hey want to go to mickey d's for lunch Ooh, let's go now <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet if we're going to mcdonald's it's always the right time yeah it's hard to argue with that there's a deal for every lunch hour at mcdonald's and there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just three fifty, like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The Wicked Fast Five. Here you go. What's your favorite track? Richmond. All right. What are you binge watching? Oh, jeez, Louise, man. You know, my girlfriend's been watching Gossip Girl. I've been sucked into that right now. How late <laughs> okay. is that? All right. right now. It's true. No one said I'm that like, yet. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm second season on Gossip Girl. I mean, like, what's going to happen? You know, I don't, you know, no spoilers here. Really <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your dream car? Uh, I want the new Corvette, the one that's got the engine in the back. What is that? I always had a Corvette. I like the Z06s and stuff, but that new Corvette is like, wow. I mean, it's beautiful. Really nice. So, yeah. I'd say that. Nice. Uh, your favorite swear word? And when everything's going wrong, what's the one that really does it for you? 
I probably say I probably say shit quite a bit, like on the radio too. In the race, sometimes I'll just yeah. drop it. Bad pit stop. Someone cuts you off or something. Yeah, you know it's good. I probably said worse to myself, yeah. not on the video. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, day, yeah. And then the the final question: Who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Golly, man. Yeah, I mean. Oh. I mean, there's so many. No, I'm just <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. The, we've had a lot of people say Joey Logano. It, I like Joey's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, every, everyone said Joey's a really nice guy. It's just his face. <laughs> but I don't know about this. I would probably say Kyle Busch, honestly. Um, Another Joey. popular choice. Yeah, yeah, popular yeah, choice. Kyle probably. Kyle's nice though. Kyle's always been super nice to me. He's given me the finger a few times. Uh, <laughs> That's a sign of respect. Yeah, it's just what gonna do. I mean, people are throw fingers. It's just it's just part of it now at this point. Uh, I just have to ask one other quick question, just because I work at a concert venue. Talk to me about that uh, guitar behind you. Do you play? Yeah, this is my this is my Gibson Les Paul. Um, it's limited edition. There's only like uh, oh, it's not a fake background. <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean my dad got it for me years ago i've been playing since i was 14 but i'm not a i'm not a um huge like i i can play but i'm not like an incredible guitar player or anything i've got a couple other i've got a guitar signed by lit that my girlfriend's dad gave me and a puddle a puddle of mud signed guitar um that her dad gave me as well too he worked in the the music industry for for years and um so that's kind of cool but i just i just like music man and and uh i play around on the guitar here and there but uh, i wouldn't say i'm like a diehard i can't just like pull that off the wall and start ripping solos for you or anything yeah (laughs) that was well there goes my question (laughs) no that's cool well we wish you the best of luck and actually i saw that you are uh from you grew up in the woodlands i got some family down there in the woodlands yeah my family in spring there yeah my dad actually um, owns an auto repair store, a Midas store right there in spring on, uh, I guess it's, uh, Rayford sawdust. You know, oh, where that yeah. Is? yeah. Yeah. Right. The Midas store there, uh, across from the Chick-fil-A. That's my mm-hmm. dad's, uh, my dad's, uh, store. There's like a neat little so. bar pool hall air thing over there that I went to with some, fa- some friends. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Been a long time, but um, yeah, there is. It, you know, um, my race shop actually used to be right down the road there. You know where the Walmart is? Yeah. Uh, like the new Walmart. There's the, was the old one that's not there anymore. They built a new one down that road. My old race shop. There's like a Smiley's Racing Product Store or something. Whatever. My shop was behind it. That's where I raced all my dirt modifieds and legend cars out of. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, over at the Woodlands, it's cool. Cool. Cool area. Nice place. Yeah. It is. Um, you didn't go to Woodlands High, did you? Or did you go to where'd you go to school? My sister my sister went to the Woodlands High School. Uh I went to the Woodlands Christian Academy on two forty two. Okay. Missed uh so much school racing that um it was they kinda like let me do whatever I wanted, basically. <laughs> um, so I, I dude, I'm serious. I like one of the years I missed like the entire first month of school and they just would send me the stuff to do and I would do it on the road in the in the truck and uh would come back to school a month late. And uh, and everything was fine. It was actually you're ahead really of your, good. I mean, you're ahead of your time because now all the kids are. My kids are doing their schoolwork right now, right outside of this closet well, door. 
Yeah, so everyone in quarantine, <laughs> I did this ahead of time in, in yeah. a truck. I was familiar with the. I, nothing is better than having to read To Kill a Mockingbird driving from running a national event in Sacramento through the desert and your parents being like, you have to read that book. And just bored <laughs> as hell just reading this through the desert. You can't even, I mean, you can't even cheat because you look out and it's just desert. There's nothing. Reading <laughs> <laughs> this book going back to school. So. Yeah. You can't find cliff notes at a truck stop. No. Nice. Have an well, back say uh, these kids today. Can't ask Alexa. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, man. Brennan Poole, you can see him. He'll be driving the number 15. And uh, who's on the car? Who you got on the car, by the way? Spartan Mosquito, um, you know, this week at Darlington. And we're actually doing some really cool stuff there for the veterans. Um, Spartan Mosquito's giving away, like, hundreds of Spartan Mosquito Protect. There's this new product uh, that, that's, like, just basically annihilates mosquitoes, man. It's awesome. I'm telling you. That's it's good. Great stuff. Um, and, uh, so we're, we're donating it there to, to, uh, a bunch of military, you know, organizations and trying to help active members and veterans. And so we're doing a lot of cool stuff in the Darlington area. So that's awesome. Be cool. Awesome. Great. Three thirty on Fox Darlington racing is back. Brendan Poole, Thank you so much for the time and, uh, you know, best of luck this weekend. Yeah. Thank you guys. It was fun. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks. thanks be, Good luck. Be safe. All right. Thanks. Great. That was great. I was not expecting uh, lit and puddle of mud to to come up in that conversation, though. No. No. Not not your guess. Well, there you go. That was cool. I, I it's just I had, when was the last time you heard about puddle or puddle of mud or lit? It's been a while. Like what is that? Early two thousands. Yeah. Well, so he's yeah. almost thirty, so that's probably like you know. Yeah, I know it's like no fans that like. I know it's no Frank Turner, or you know. Ooh, actually, that reminds me, Frank Turner has a concert in like two hours from his living room. <laughs> so we better yeah. wrap this up. Um, <laughs> well, that was cool. Is there anything else we need to cover? Should we just make some picks? What do you think? Um, I'm just trying to go through my notes. Uh, just a couple people that kind of suck at Darlington. Oh um, yeah, who should we? Who should we not? Running our uh... uh Jimmy Johnson, Eric Amarola, and Ryan Blaney do not have any top ten finishes here in the last three races. Clint Boyer mm-hmm. has a total of thirty eight points in the last three races. So maybe just stay away from those guys. And Alex Bowman's only raced here twice. His average finish is twentieth. But I mean this is gonna be an absolute crap. This is uh, yeah. It, it Which might I be think just... is gonna make it so entertaining. Well, this might be a good week in fantasy to kind of run guys that you might not run normally. See, I think the opposite. Like, I think I'm just going to go for the big guns and just hope that their equipment is better than everyone else. I feel like save the big guns just because you, maybe they're not going to be quite right yet. So I don't know, maybe a little half and half, maybe. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Maybe select Brandon pool. He seemed very confident. I know. Nice guy. That's half the battle. There you Look go. Good, feel good, play good, right? Yeah, he, he had a good run at. Oh, that's what I was going to ask him how he liked North Wilkesboro, which should be on the oh. on the circuit. Yeah, um, but no, that was fun. So, uh, who are you going to pick? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I literally just don't know. Jeff Gordon, like, I don't know. Um, I'm going back to back. Denny Hamlin. <laughs> oh wow! Virtual and actual. All right, fine. You know what? William Byron continues his dominance. <laughs> Then I will pick. Excellent. I will pick William Byron. All right, I like it. Very cool. 
Is that it then? Did we do it? Yeah. Episode 158 in the books. 158. All right. You can find us on the Twitter machine at Wicked Fast PDCST, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Insta, the Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page, or just go to B-Pod Studios. A lot of great podcasts there. And uh, maybe we'll see you, I don't know, at some point next week because we've got a race next Wednesday. Should we do one to preview that? Should we do one on Tuesday? All right. You know what? In between. Just in case, just in case, let's pick two winners. Okay. How's that? And then that way, you know, if we get caught up, whatever, we can do one on Thursday or Friday. And if we don't, we can do a quick preview based on how Sunday went. All right. Maybe a second winner then. Let's see. Great. Hmm. I'm going to go William Byron and Martin Truex Jr. Okay. So I got Denny. And I think he's, I'm going to go Brad K. Denny and Brad K. Yep. And okay. And I got Byron and MTJ. There we go. All right. right. So maybe we'll do like just a, like a half episode on Tuesday, a little recap and preview episode. We'll see. Yeah. We'll kind of go from that because then we'd have to preview all the races at Charlotte too. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. What content? Yeah. All of a sudden we're busy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cool. Thank you, bud. Uh, Thanks everybody on Facebook. If you're still watching, you really do have nothing to do. Um, (laughs) And oh, actually there were a couple more comments here to me. Uh, oh, is it about my hideous? Said you shot bogey golf this morning. Yep, I did. Yeah. Said you bogey golf this morning, then hops on a podcast, legendary. That's from uh, Mike Cloutier. Cloutier. Yep. Cloutier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, yeah, James Norris. James uh, reminds us that UFC had an event, so that was good too. Oh but, yes, yes, know. that's right. Yeah, I'm not a big UFC guy. And they had somebody test positive too, didn't they? Oh, they did. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we'll see you later we'll see you sometime next week (laughs) yeah at some point (laughs) stay safe everyone all right the it's always the right time deal hey want to go to mickey d's for lunch Ooh, let's go now (laughs) but it's not lunchtime yet if we're going to mcdonald's it's always the right time yeah it's hard to argue with that there's a deal for every lunch hour at mcdonald's and there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just three fifty, like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer.